Welcome to the Score Podcast. We've heard all those commercials. Call now to get our advice and we guarantee your credit score will improve. It's known in the business as a credit repair scam. And unfortunately, these scams prey on the most vulnerable consumers. But how do consumers separate the good players from the bad? And what are consumers better off doing on their own? I'm Jeff Richardson, host of The Score Podcast. Both The Wall Street Journal and The New York Times have recently reported on the credit repair industry and how some of these companies use unethical and sometimes illegal tactics. But is there really any harm done? The answer is yes. And I'm joined today by a leader on the front lines of the fight. I'm joined by Dan Smith, the now not-so-recently-appointed president and CEO of the Consumer Data Industry Association, otherwise known as CDIA. It's a trade association representing the U.S. consumer reporting industry, including VantageScore's owners, Equifax, Experian, and TransUnion. Dan guides CDIA's efforts to enhance the public's recognition and understanding of the consumer credit repair industry and its vital importance to consumers nationwide. Dan joined CDIA from the Consumer Bankers Association, where he was executive vice president and head of regulatory affairs. And he was previously senior vice president and executive director of the American Bankers Association Card Policy Council. And here's the thing. Dan was also with the Consumer Financial Protection Bureau, serving as the first assistant director for the Office of Financial Institutions and Business Liaison. So he has an insider's viewpoint of the agency. Dan also served in government relations roles at Freddie Mac, among other successful roles. Dan, thank you for joining the podcast. Jeff, thanks for having me. Let's start with kind of an overview. Can you describe CDIA and its member companies and how do they benefit consumers, lenders, and maybe the broader economy? So the Consumer Data Industry Association is the voice in consumer reporting industry. We represent the largest national credit bureaus, as you mentioned before, Experian, Equifax, and TransUnion, but also the regional and specialty credit bureaus. In addition, background screeners, tenant screenings, and others in this ecosystem to help consumers, help industry navigate a very complex ecosystem. It's critical component to the economy. So credit reporting uh, provides reliable information that businesses depend upon to improve consumers' everyday lives. The credit reporting system helps all consumers in many different ways, from fraud prevention to identity verification. It helps lenders analyze risk and determine a consumer's ability to repay a loan to building tools to improve a consumer's credit report. Many of these tools keep our communities safer and functioning smoother. Background and tenant screening provide a level of security for current employees and residents. This ecosystem is highly innovative and constantly adapting to bring more people into the system. Renting is a typical stepping stone for home ownership. As consumers build credit, it's important to help them understand how to improve that credit so they can move up in the credit score ecosystem. Thanks, Dan. And it's, it's such a broad mandate that the credit reporting industry has there's so many functions that it serves a critical function for that are, are less understood. But I want to touch on one of the last things you mentioned, which is around innovation. And wanted to just ask a question about how the CDIA member companies are, are using expanded or alternative data to bring more consumers into the financial system. 
it's a topic we talk about quite a bit on this podcast. It sure is. It's such an important topic. Currently, there's approximately 21 million Americans that are not scorable. There's millions that are underbanked or not banked at all. It is one of the most important things we as a society needs to focus our attention on. The credit reporting system can be an enormously valuable tool to all consumers but especially those that need it the most and and helping them figure out ways to improve their credit score, their credit report will advance their lives dramatically. So our industry continues to look for innovative ways, new data, partnering with industry to think of ways to help all consumers. So If you look at different types of data that aren't currently or are not in the credit reporting system uh, to its full amount, such as utility payments, your cell phone usage, your rent. So rent is an enormous, valuable piece of information that can help a creditor evaluate a consumer's credit worthiness. It shows a pattern of their ability to pay on time accurately, completely. So we as a, an industry continue to look for ways to improve it. Uh, just re- recently, we have introduced new tools for that, such as improving the Metro 2 system, partnering with different fintechs to identify uh, self-reported information. There, there's just a lot of things that as society looks to help this group, what we can do to be proactive and innovative to add that information to the consumer's reports to help them. And of course, it's critical for the models that lenders use to to pick that up. And VantageCore, uh, proud to be among the leaders in that space. All four of our models actually do pick up rent reporting uh, information when it's reported to the bureaus. So Thank you for that that answer. I want to shift gears a little bit. So last year, CDIA provided guidance to transgender and non-binary consumers to prevent what I guess are potential disruptions in their credit during a legal na- name change. Can you describe some of that guidance and what it means? Sure, of course. The credit reporting industry continuously supports consumers as they are impacted by life circumstances. That specific issue, for example, the credit bureaus have put out some guidance on helping those people figure out a path forward to ensure that that information transfers accurately and completely. We encourage people to contact the three national credit bureaus directly and help us help them ensure that all of their credit information transfers forward. Yeah, that's one of those issues that I think, you know, people don't necessarily see because it's not, you know, on the headlines every day. So thank you for that. And now I want to just kind of get back to what I mentioned in the intro, which is the credit repair industry. Can you explain why consumers ought to be skeptical of some of these credit repair companies? There are some out there that are taking advantage of a situation. They may be charging upfront fees to consumers. They may potentially misleading them on their ability to correct information, encouraging them to dispute accurate information. They're potentially leading the customer in a direction uh, that might be a bit deceptive or misleading, and the consumer doesn't understand that. Um, It's critical that the credit reporting system information is accurate and complete. 
credit reporting organizations could help consumers understand how to fix their information when it's inaccurate, but there could very well be a misuse of the system, which then deteriorates the entire system in and of itself. Interesting. I, and, and, you know, I think one of the things just to point out in your answer to, to double click on is, is we're not saying all credit repair companies are practicing some of these unethical tactics but some are, and, and the old saying is, is a few rotten apples can spoil the bunch. But there's also things that consumers can do themselves. So what should consumers who don't need these types of services be doing? And I guess for those consumers that, that don't, why should they even care about this issue? Well, I think it's important for everybody to understand their credit report, to take the time to review it. They have the annualcreditreport.com, which is Currently available weekly, the three largest credit bureaus made a change back during COVID to allow weekly review of your annual credit report. That is probably the most important step that every consumer should do from time to time, just to check it and look at its accuracy. And if there's a problem, reach out to the credit bureaus and help us fix that for you. It's important to you know, look at the basics of financial literacy and make payments on time, know how much available credit you're using, exceed the minimum payments, do not max out your your credit, consider how many credit accounts you have, be mindful when applying for new credit. All of these things can have an impact on your your credit scores and your, your credit eligibility with the lender. So there's a lot of things the consumer can do. It really takes all of us to help consumers move forward and improve their credit ability. And I would just add to that vis-a-vis some of the commercials you might hear, if it sounds too good to be true, it probably is. Mm -hmm. We've encouraged a lot of the FTC and the CFPB to continue some of the work they've done looking at credit reporting organizations, um, and we're ready to stand and buy them and, and assist in that because it's important that consumers are treated fairly and understand Uh, what tools are already available to them. And uh, there's a lot out there for consumers to do on their own. And so we really hope that the the federal agencies and the states take a a close look at the credit reporting organizations. For sure, Dan. And and I know the three national credit reporting agencies, Equifax, Experian, and TransUnion, have a wealth of information for consumers on their websites. Vantage Score does as well. CDIA does as well. Dan, this has been great. So appreciative of your time and insights. CDIA has a very aggressive policy agenda, and and I would love to cover that with with you uh, when the time is right. So I hope that you'll come back and be our guest. Oh, definitely. I'd love to. uh, We're going to see a lot of activity at at the federal and state level in terms of credit reporting. We've seen it over the last couple of years, but it's probably going to ratchet up significantly in the next year or so. And there's a conference coming up too. Is some conference information available to those who are interested on the website? Sure is. The CDIA Law and Industry Conference will be uh, September 21st and 22nd in Washington. We'll be covering a lot of really important issues on FCRA from uh, Metro 2 and disputes with EOSCAR to we have people from the Consumer Financial Protection Bureau coming and talk to us about what their priorities are. Uh, We have the FTC. Uh, We're going to focus on what furnishers should be looking for in terms of supervision and enforcement from the CFPB. A lot of leading experts, uh, 
people with significant experience dealing with matters in front of both the Federal Trade Commission and the Consumer Financial Protection Bureau. We will be there. And sounds like maybe the SCORE podcast ought to record a few episodes there. Dan, thanks again for your time. Thank you. The credit reporting and scoring system, perhaps stating the obvious, serves a critical purpose. And our system is actually the envy of foreign versions out there that are in practice now. As consumers, our ability to access credit with the breadth and speed in which we can is literally unprecedented anywhere else. That's not to say it's perfect. We talk all the time on this podcast about how consumers are underrepresented and don't get equitable access to the products and services that many of us treat as just part of our everyday lives. But the good news is that lenders like Dan, the CDIA members, and VantageScore go to work every day to keep improving the system. I'm Jeff Richardson, and I look forward to our next conversation. Views and opinions expressed in this episode do not necessarily reflect the official policy or position of VantageScore Solutions. Visit VantageScore.com to learn more. <laughs>